All right, welcome into Lads Podcast. Today is May 10th, 2019. Happy Friday, everybody. We have a special guest on the show today. We have Logan Smith, the creator of our Discord channel, massive Liverpool fan and scouser. So, Logan, uh, do a little introduction. Tell the people. Yeah. So, I'm not a scouser. I've never been to, to England. So, I just am a big fan of Liverpool. But, yeah, I started the Discord. It's been, I don't know. It started at the beginning of the actual season. So, it's been like eight months now. And, yeah, there's a bunch of people in it. It's really fun. Come talk to, to come just talk about whatever. Um, no one's going to. No one's going to insult you or be mean. We all have pretty friendly conversations about it in pretty good chat. So, yeah, uh, I think the Discord link is somewhere on, on Twitter or Facebook. But if I can imagine you could just ask and Kevin will link it to you. But, yeah, I'm ready to talk about the greatest game that has ever been played in Champions League history. Exactly. Uh, we're going to get right into that. But, yeah, the Discord channel, if you ever want to join, uh, come hang out. There's like 30-plus people now. Um, which is really cool. Uh, we just talk about beer, soccer, all sorts of stuff. So, Logan, thank you so much for creating that. So, Logan, no problem, man. Uh, no, no, don't don't have to put yourself too hard in the back. Um, <laughs> so, let's get right into it. You're a Liverpool fan. This Champions League, I just want to state, has been the the most insane. I think we say this every year, but I feel like this year, especially with the Tottenham four uh, three crazy game, you had the which mm-hmm. I will, I will correct now. It was Juventus coming back against Atletico Madrid. There you go. You got it Thank right you. this time. Thank you. Um, Second time's the charm. Yes, we just recently had the Liverpool come back against Barcelona. We had the Tottenham Ajax. Um, unreal uh, Manchester United PSG, lest we forget. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I got to start off with this. As a Liverpool fan, how did it feel that comeback against Barcelona? Because I will say in the first leg, Liverpool, like even though Liverpool lost 3-0, you guys played exceptionally well. If there was a 3-0 loss where I was like, this doesn't make sense. It, that was it. It was just missed chances. So go give me your breakdown of this two-leg affair. Yeah, yeah well, it should have been 2-0, but Messi did messy things and he just activated guilt mode and decided to score one of the best free kicks i've ever seen so that also didn't help us being down three no whenever Messi just does shit like that but yeah we we played pretty good uh against barcelona but obviously not good enough they were better at home but on the away leg we were just better at every single way at barcelona I, I don't know what it was they they just didn't look up to it and we just we just performed better it took a brace from Wijnaldum and Origi to do it when we didn't have Mo Salah, we didn't have Firmino. I don't think he played either. So we were missing two of our three frontliners, but Wijnaldum scored a brace and Origi scored a brace. And it's like, that's all you got to do to become like club legends. So they can go literally anywhere in Liverpool for the rest of their lives and just get free drinks. But that's all you want, honestly. Like, that's all I want. Yeah. Like, if someone said, like, oh, could you win, like, uh, this Champions League or something like that. I would just want a goal in a semifinal. Like, could I have a career of like 10 years or score like a Champions League winning goal? Champions League winning goal as a, like a sub. 100%. And it doesn't matter who you play for. Those fans will remember you forever, at least until, you know, at least for that generation, they're going to remember you and they're going to love you. But that Trent Alexander-Arnold free kick to Origi shows just how smart of, of a player he is at 20 years old. He's 20 years old. It's crazy, and he's already becoming one of the best right backs in the world. I'm very, very proud, very happy, 
And yeah, it's funny because in the NBA, if I could make a reference, LeBron isn't in the playoffs for the first time in like 15 years. And these NBA playoffs have been some of the best of all time. Real Madrid got knocked out very early. And so now it's like, whoa. Of course, we all knew that they probably weren't going to make it to the final anyway, but the Real Madrid dominance is, is over, and it shines light to how many other great teams there are in Europe that can contend for this title. It, I mean, no one expected Ajax and Spurs to be the other semifinal bout, but that's no. what ended up happened, and it they were and it was on such great ways that they got there. Ajax being the surprise team of the tournament, and uh, that 4-3 game that you alluded to that Spurs won against City was unbelievable. And yeah, the, the United against PSG—that was great. We all became United fans that night because we all collectively just don't like even PSG. You? Would you? Would you? Even oh, you? Oh fuck! That was awesome. <laughs> I was. I. I don't. I like I said last time I was here. I don't necessarily hate United. I don't root for them, but I. I don't like PSG. I hate PSG, and I like to see mm-hmm. them lose. And they got the shit beat out of them by Phil Jones and them boys, and it was great. So the Champions League this year has been—it's the best I've ever seen. It's been so much fun to watch. Yeah, uh, and, going back. Oh, yeah. go go on. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna finish that up and say, yeah, it's just it's been very entertaining, and the final is gonna be a goal fest to say the least. Uh, I'm so excited. But going back to your point, I think this Champions League has been even more memorable because you had teams like Ajax with a budget one tenth of Man City or PSGs, and you also had Tottenham who've had no transfer this this year and have barely had any transfers the past two years. Two teams who are built on chemistry, coaching, and the will to win. You know, it was all about, like, who wants it more. And yeah. that's what I loved. You had Ajax going against, you know, Juventus, which is, you know, Ronaldo and all these, like, expensive, unbelievable players and the Italian, you know, juggernauts. And then you had Tottenham going up against Man City, which on paper they're – Fairly close, but I would definitely give Man City a bigger edge. Um, yeah. But but who have spent way more. Um, it shows that like it gives me hope as a soccer fan that like okay like that even it, you don't have to spend a ridiculous amount to be good. And I think Pochettino has shown that, and the whole IX squad has shown that as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important. I think Liverpool, who has spent a good amount, but hasn't done like crazy spending. You know no. what I mean? Some people, some yeah. people would argue. Um, I mean, I think you got Mo Salah for a steal. I think Virgil van Dyke for that. Even v- Virgil van Dyke is, for I 70, mean, he was, a, I think 75. And now you look at it and he's like, he's like a 200 mil player now. Like I he's mean, more than doubled as what he would go mm, for right now. It's Alli- crazy. Allison, Trent or Alexander, uh, Robertson, who's playing in the, uh, Roberson mm-hmm. R- Robbo, who was playing in the yeah, championship last year. Yeah, yeah, he was playing in the championship last year. Uh, Fabinho, who hasn't exactly looked like the Monaco 30, 35 mil. Yeah, about. That, that we've seen. But now he's really coming into form. And I think Fabinho, who's standing in front of that back four, worked his tail off in that yeah, second leg against Barcelona. He was absolutely phenomenal. He's I mean, phenomenal. He's, he's, he's amazing. Like there was some argument on the Discord channel about his stats and people coming down on him. But if you looked at him in that second leg, he was doing things that like kind of mm-hmm. like Luka Modric. Not, I'm not saying they're close. I'm just saying yeah. they do things that don't no, show yeah. up on a stat sheet. Yeah, and I, I think Fabinho like worked his ass off. So, um, but yeah, any any other thoughts on the Liverpool game? I mean, it's unbelievable in the scenes. I mean, who, this is one of the greatest. Con- I, like I was just, you know, I was just people were giving me shit. I was like. Oh, like, you know, where does this rank in UCL comebacks? And all the Liverpool fans, like, 2005 is way better. I'm like, dude, I know. I know 2005 yeah. against AC Milan was better. But I got to say, this has to be in, like, top five. I mean, definitely top ten, right? Like, it's, best UCL comebacks. Yeah, it's up there. It's not like 6-1 Barcelona against PSG. It's not like, yeah, like, 
the Liverpool one or like United against Bayern, I think, in 99. But it's up there. It's definitely, you can make an argument that it's one of the best ones. It's definitely the best comeback this year of, of anywhere. But yeah, going back to your point with Spurs and Ajax, too, is that just shows how well those teams' youth programs are and how well that they can really uh, identify talent from a young age. Ajax has the best has the best youth system probably in the world next to Barcelona. And it really shows that a lot of those guys like De Jong, De Ligt, those guys were just just homegrown, amazing players. And Tottenham, too, being able to ball on a budget in a way and get players that are really cheap, like Lucas Mora for 30 mil, I think about, well, he was a steal from PSG. And Son has been great. I don't even know what the hell they paid for Son or when they got him, but it probably wasn't a lot. Kane, barely anything. Alley, nothing. I mean, that team has been has shown that Poch is the world's best manager. He can. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that he hasn't won anything. He has no. He has no damn money. It's hard to win anything. We don't have any money, but he can still win something with no money. Which is just the fact that he even got to the Champions League in the first place is is amazing. Because in the Champions League, you can't say that you that you have an easy run. It's impossible. And he mm-hmm. beat City. He beat Ajax, who were incredible. So I think this for this this further proves that the whole he doesn't have any trophies argument is kind of not valid when it comes to Pochettino. Mm-hmm. It is for it is for most managers, but not Pochettino. Yeah, I think using what he has around him, especially because Tottenham is just hit with the injury bug so hard. It's pretty incredible to see what he has done with the town around him. Um, shout out to Unai Emery, the Arsenal manager, for selling Lucas Mora to... Shout out. I saw it on Twitter. To, what a what to a Tottenham. What a yeah. Yeah, if only if only we you know hindsight's 2020. Um but yeah, I one more thing, I just have to give that trick play by Trent Alexander unbelievable just like uh just quick thinking. That's crazy, especially for a veteran team like Barcelona who has yeah. all these players who've been in these situations like to like unbelievable. And I think it was a a tweet by Cesc Fabregas, you know, the OG snake of Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um that he said, like, no, this is just, like, it wasn't, like, a trick. It was just amazing, just, like, great, like... Um, Awareness. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, just exactly. Just ready. Um, and, and a great, like, one-time finish by... Uh, was it uh, Wijnaldum, right? Oh, it was Origi. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was Origi's second goal. I, I'm just, like, flabbergasted. All I just love place, man. I just love uh, Jurgen Klopp's quote afterwards, which uh, Steve, Steve Kerr... Great. And Steve Kerr actually quoted him today saying, like, the fucking Giants, you know, they're just <laughs> yeah. unbelievable. He's like, just find me. I don't care. Like, this is the like the fact that Jurgen Klopp is going to back to back Champions League finals and that the fact that Arsenal uh, fans like myself been have been, you know, we've been low key hating because you guys of because of success, of you know, yeah, we, that we, happens of Jurgen Klopp and Pochettino. And now either one of them is going to walk away with the Champions League. Uh that's amazing. So, so Logan, I will be rooting for you in the final. I'm just Aww, saying. Thanks. You're you're welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to the Tottenham game. Which at first I got called out on the internet because I posted that uh, picture on our Instagram and Facebook of delight, saying like, "Look at this kid, 19 years old, championing his team, uh, scoring against you know Juventus and Spurs, championing his team to the Champions League final." Then turns out. Tottenham has this unbelievable comeback and Lucas Mora has a hat trick. Uh, unreal scenes. Um, you know, whatever. You know what? I'll take the L. I will take it. 
it's fine. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, beat myself up too hard about that. But can you believe that you have Monday, you have the, not to bring up old wounds, you have the Vincent Company screamer. And then Tuesday, you have the Liverpool comeback. And then Spurs, you have the comeback on Wednesday. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I can't even, like, I, I, my blood pressure is too high. I can't even handle this at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The last three days for, for football has been incredible, especially if you're a neutral. Just being able to see what the sport has to offer. That company screamer, by the way, unbelievable. I've never seen a center back score a goal like that in my life. Mm-mm. That was that was incredible. But yeah, it's especially the Champions League too. You can't really gotta count any team out. It's how with with how wonky and how weird it's been, with how many comebacks and how many you know surprise results there have been. So yeah, you kind of you kind of got lost in the sauce there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lucas Moore is showing that that front line for Spurs is is one of the best in the world whenever they're fully healthy. Son, Kane, Mora, that's that's a deadly front three. And I think they'll they'll all be playing in the final. So even though our defense is great, I I see it hard for us to not keep them from scoring at least one goal. Like keeping a clean sheet against that front three fully healthy, especially with Ali behind them, is gonna be tough. So mm-hmm. that game is gonna be incredible. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, it's just I, it's I, gonna be amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's a question from the Discord, but I'm going to preview it now. We'll still go over it again, but do you mm-hmm. think you should play Kane in this final just because he hasn't been um, in the starting lineup? Do you think he'll be ready for this? I, I have no clue. I'm not a doctor, but that's up for them to decide. <laughs> Logan, I, I mean, wasn't asking, but you I, know, I'm, I, glad, I, I'm glad you confirmed it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just want to put that. I, I want to disclose information. I don't have a PhD, just in case anybody was wondering. But, and yeah, okay, so I'm glad we got that cleared up, but uh, I don't know. I mean, he's. I mean, they have a history of rushing him back, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did. But I mean, at the end of the day, if he wants to play, then I mean, shit, let him, because he's he's their best player. And if your best player wants to play, regardless of what the doctors say, I mean, unless he unless he can't walk, then I mean, shit, you kind of kind of have to let him, especially if you're something that big and that important for Tottenham, especially with them financing that whole mm-hmm. stadium. They could definitely need the money for winning the Champions League. So, mm-hmm. I I think they will, but I I don't know if they should or not, but they probably will. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I just got to say, like, uh, the heartbreak to the Ajax players and the fans, like, that's, 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 that's some horrible heartbreak. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess, you know, I can't even imagine how those players must be feeling because it's been nothing but a dream run for them and to end mm-hmm. in such heartbreak in such late fashion. When was the last goal scored? In like the 96th? 96th minute, I think it was. Jeez, yeah. All Jesus those players, Christ. I don't think they mind that much because they're going to get paid in the summer. Uh, that whole team's like probably at least half of it. You know what's gonna happen is gonna be the same repeat of Monaco whenever they won uh, the mm-hmm. French League a couple years ago. Like half of their starting eleven is gonna be gone probably. We already know that De Jong's gone, Delict's probably gone. Somebody could probably get Tadic and get him for uh, some good money. Their goalkeeper's rumored to be leaving to Barcelona. Like th- that team's just gonna get ransacked. But it's fine because it's Ajax and they have a great youth system, so they're just gonna plug people from the youth system back. And Ajax themselves are like, you know what? We're going to get a lot of money from these players. So it's it sucks right now, but in the long run for Ajax, I think they'll be pretty pretty proud of of that of what that they've accomplished. Yeah, I honestly like. I also heard from all the money they will be receiving from transfer, they're going to distribute it through the league, which is really cool. Like, yeah, you that's don't, really great for them and, yeah, and I, the league in general. Yeah, because I like you don't really see that at all. Like you know, mm-hmm. like when Monaco when Monaco got all that money, I doubt that the league Uden like got all this money transferred to you know like uh, no uh, like Montpellier and like uh, Lyon. I doubt they saw yeah. any of that money. So um, that's really cool. I really really appreciate that. Where do you think uh, Delight goes? 
Delete. I don't know. He might follow De Jong to Barcelona because Umtiti's been really hurt and they kind of NPKs is just going to be aging out more and more and more. So probably there. I don't know. I mean, he could come play with his with his uh, nation's captain at uh, Liverpool. He could do that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wouldn't mind him doing that. But uh, I say no. I think we should spend the money somewhere else. But that's that's a topic for a different podcast. Mm. But oh, I, 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 I see him I, going I, probably to probably to Barcelona. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think he will follow De Jong because that would just work really well for Barcelona. They could just—I mean, they've already bought the De Jong, and I don't think De Ligt would be too much more. But there, I mean, because he's going to be a lot. So you got to think like a high team's going to have to pay for him, a team that can afford him. So I mean, Arsenal definitely need him, but there's no way you guys can afford him. So I don't know, maybe like Juventus because their center backs are starting to age out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe Bayern because their center backs aren't aged out a little bit. Maybe I mean PSG is always in the cards; they have way too much money. So, this is, I it's it's, it's going to be a big move wherever he's going. It's going to be big. Yeah, I think it's this summer transfer window is going to be very interesting because there's also rumors of the Barcelona exodus. I mean, obviously Valverde is definitely on the hot seat. He's definitely gone. Um, And also now the big rumor is Coutinho. So it's going to be very interesting where he lands as well. He's kind of fallen into the James Rodriguez category where he's kind of like, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like uh, not a scapegoat, uh, just kind of like I can't think of the word, like a missing link. Um, There's a term I'm looking for, you know, where he's just like, you know, just aimlessly popping the team, the team, never really getting that glory, but just kind of there. Yeah, he's he's just a player that goes from place to place wherever he could buy. He is kind of like Thomas Rodriguez as well. It's funny too because they play very similarly. Uh, Same position, kind of. Yeah, it's skill set wise. What they do, they both can shoot really far away, all that stuff. So, I yeah, it's it's pretty ironic that you probably I didn't even think about that. But yeah, I think he's gonna go. I think the manager's gone, and I think they're gonna do a big rehaul. It's already started with De Jong uh, rehauling mm-hmm. for Busquets because Busquets is aging out. So, yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. And then what they do with Dembele and Malcolm, are they going to keep both of them and sell one to the other? It's going to really play out very interesting in the summer for Barcelona. Yeah, I think that also the over-reliance on Messi is definitely coming to a, a head. And I think you've seen that with Argentina. And I think you definitely saw in the second leg of the Champions League where they were just like, come on, like Messi, it's all on Messi. And it's like, dude, like I understand he's considered the greatest player of, the, of this generation next to Ronaldo. I think he's my favorite player of all time. Um, mm-hmm. not Maybe not favorite. I mean, Thierry Henry is my favorite player, but I think in terms of talent-wise, I would say Messi. Yeah. It's um, your favorite to watch on just, mm-hmm. just like on a game-to-game basis because of what he can do. I, I get that. I, I would agree. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting how they like kind of, you know, because Barcelona is in win now, you know, so it's yeah, going to be yeah, very... Yeah, Barcelona's always a win now with Barcelona. If you're not <laughs> if you're not winning Champions Leagues, they don't give a shit. Like, you, you, could, you could win the the the... The, the the league there I couldn't think of the league name but the league there all you want they don't give they don't give a damn they're basically the same as Real Madrid if you're not winning Champions Leagues you're 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 saying there's not gonna not gonna be very long mm-hmm. and they haven't won once 2015 I think was their last one so it's it's been about four or five years now so that's that's too long for Barcelona standards they want they want to win now yeah I mean like when you have the talent of Messi, who the president just quoted, we're going to make 10 statues of, I think they want at least one more before he's gone. So I think it's um, it's very interesting. I mean, Messi still has another like three or four years of his prime, I think, before he starts slowing down. I mean, he's only, what, 30? 
mm-hmm. something like that. So before he hits that like 35, you know, where you start seeing the decline and like, I, I mean, aside like Ronaldo, who's just still just unstoppable as he ages, he just keeps getting like better. It seems like, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's very, it's very interesting, but I have, I have a quick question for you, Logan. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking at Pochettino and what he did with his squad, his depleted squad, and is making to a Champions League final. Do you think Man United made the wrong choice without with not pursuing him harder? Yeah, of course. Yeah, if any team that needs a manager should be pursuing Pochettino as hard as they possibly can. I mean, time will tell. Because obviously United squad is just not fit really for most managers except for Pochettino. But... You, it's hard to compare managers to Poch, in my opinion. I think he's the best manager mm. in the world. I think what he can do with no talent, no other manager in the world can do. So I think it's it's not fair to to Ollie or really any other manager to try to compare them to to um, Poch. But yeah, I mean, shit, it it doesn't look that great right now, and it probably won't be next year for United as well, unless they just go spend heavy in the summer. So, yeah, I think they probably did make a mistake because if, if you mm-hmm. can get Pochettino, which they were rumored to get Pochettino forever, it feels like, for like a good couple of years, and they didn't. So only time will tell, but I think time will tell that that will be a terrible decision for them. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I've told Martin on the pod that you definitely got to give Ali a, a transfer window and see what he can mm-hmm. do and see who he can bring yeah. in and see if he yeah, can get, I rid agree. Of, get rid of these you know loose ends. So... Uh, and I just mm-hmm. saw Luke Shaw won their player of the year, which is interesting because I think Luke Shaw um, is not underrated, but definitely gets overlooked sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But it's hard for me to say, like during that good stretch uh, where Man United did very well, I think he was one of their best players when Ali first came in. But it's just hard for me to see. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Who else would you put as their player of the year? I mean, you could put uh, Pogba, I guess. But I mean, I don't know. He's been really inconsistent. Same as Lukaku. It's that is very hard to hey as not been great that's very hard because they haven't had really a, a standout player this year who's been great for them so i don't really know it's hard mm. when you think about it luke shop might not but it's a pretty good shout honestly when it comes mm-hmm. to the full season because he's i mean he's been he's had his inconsistencies but he's not been as consistent as like lukaku or pogba has been and he's played and existed so you can't really give that to uh alexis sanchez because he just isn't i honestly periodically forget that he plays football because you just don't really see him do anything ever. Do you and think that's the, like the biggest bust of all time, Alexis Sanchez? It has to be up there, right? Definitely the like the last decade in the prem. Like that is the, oof. That was a big. I mean, that was a big swing. I mean, they only big got rid oops. of like Mkhitaryan. Big oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big oops. They got rid of Mkhitaryan and I think a little bit of money, like thirty mil or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but they didn't give up a whole lot because Mkhitaryan's been okay. But in terms of what they got back, yikes, that was awful for them. And they need to get him and his salary out of here as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe Rashford. Rashford's been really good this year. I, I probably would give it to Rashford, honestly, mm-hmm. because of because of what he means to the club, too, like going forward. Like you want to keep him as happy as mm-hmm. possible because he he's is hope. that club's future. <laughs> yeah, he's that club's future in tech. So, yeah, I'd probably give it to, to Rashford just so you don't just so you don't piss him off. Honestly, that's about yeah. the only reason. <laughs> definitely want to hold on to him especially like i was thinking too when we were talking barcelona they're looking to replace their striker and i was thinking uh you know um i don't think rashford is barcelona quality yet but i think in a couple years maybe i don't know i, I definitely think they're yeah 
I think they're definitely looking for, for a striker replacement. So mm-hmm. that'll be that'll be very interesting to see who will take up the new number nine at Barcelona. Um, yeah, we have a question for that. I think from the Discord for mm-hmm. um, uh, your boy Garf. So we can we can allude to that later. Yes, but yes, I have a yes. few. I have a few people in mind that I think Barcelona could. I mean, they could literally buy whoever they want, right? So mm-hmm. just with their uh, name alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's just how much money they have. Like they could just buy whoever they want. It's like, yeah, we'll just here, here goes two hundred fifty mil. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take Mbappe, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we move into some Europa League, which I know everyone's dying to hear about, uh, the most exciting, the most exciting tournament in the world. Yeah. Also ran by the Premier League. Um, <laughs> do you have any other last thoughts about the Liverpool victory or the Tottenham victory, the big comeback? Any last it's, thoughts? It was the greatest game I've personally seen, and it's good for me because, as a sports fan. Since I've been a heavy sports fan since I was like in my early teenage years, I haven't seen a single trophy or anything. You know, I'm I'm a Celtics fan. I was a Celtics fan after they won the championship. I'm a University of Florida fan fan after they won all the championships. Uh, I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. Yikes! Uh, so I have really seen any championships in my life. So to see a Champions League final would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But if I was to lose to a team, if I could pick a team to lose to. It might be Spurs, honestly. Mm-hmm. I like I like how they play football. It's really entertaining. I'm a big fan of Pochettino. And Spurs have gotten a lot of shit, a lot, just like we have for not winning the Prem. They get a lot of shit for bottling games. So I would if 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 our narrative, if Klopp's narrative of, of not being a, a winner can't end, I would like Pochettino's to end if possible. But mm-hmm. I'm still gonna be rooting really hard again. I'm still gonna be cussing Pochettino out on against my TV whatever that game's on. So, yeah, I'm just really excited for that. The only shitty part is it's in like a month, right, or something crazy. Like They play mm-hmm. the finals so far after the semifinal, which sucks because yeah. the best games are in the semifinal. So you're so – you just want more. You're, you're fiending for more games. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, i got to wait till like July or something stupid. Yeah, exactly. I think it's like early June, and you're like, wait, what? Like you just totally forget about it for a second, and then you're like, oh, it's here. Like holy shit, yeah. and you just get like super hype. Uh I I'm like this is like the anti lads Champions League final. You have Tottenham <laughs> and Liverpool, so like either way, one of the hosts of lads is going to be really really sad. Yeah, um, but so, at least it, but at least the Premier League's back on top. As as all things are right in the world, the Premier League's mm-hmm. going to be winning the, the Champions League again. At least and, at least that's got us going as mm-hmm. a collective. And as a good transition, and the Prem's going to be winning the Europa League. Look at that! Hell Logan. yeah, dude! Good right old there. The, 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 <laughs> the two the two Europa League merchants, Chelsea and and Arsenal, going going toe to toe. Yeah, the Arsenal put up a clinic against Valencia over two legs. What seven goals? I think you guys scored something yeah, seven, like that. Seven to three, Oof. and Aubameyang uh, just putting up a clinic against them. So I just want I just want to say this is a hot take. Arsenal is good. I just want to say it. We're, yeah, we're, we're good. Arsenal, we are, you're a good football team. We're not, you're not great. We're not yeah, great. You're, yeah, you're not prim winning or anything like that. But you're a good football team. Winning the Europa League is is is, is as, as long as you win the Europa League, that's all that really matters. Like, I mean, you're not going to bring up Europa League trophies in an argument or anything. But hey, if you win the Europa League, no, it doesn't matter no. where you finish in the prim. You're going to exactly. go to the Champions League next year. So that's the most important thing for you guys because Chelsea. Have they secured fourth place, or is is Pretty or, much, or can they yeah. still lose it? Uh, no, yeah, so what? I think no, they're ahead by three points or something like that. So they would have to. I I don't think they can lose there. I think they're ahead on goal difference somehow. Hey, let me look yeah. at the prime table. So um, Chelsea is at seventy one. So they've secured at least a fourth place, I believe. Um, 
because if Tottenham wins, they'll go up to 73, and Arsenal is currently sitting at 67. So the only way... Oh, yeah, there's no Ars- way. Yeah, the only way Arsenal gets in is if Tottenham loses by four goals and Arsenal scores, like, five goals. Something, like, ridiculous. There is a... Yes, there is a way. If if somehow you guys win and Tottenham lose and they go even and you guys beat your next opponent by nine goals, there is... there. You're saying there's a chance. There's a chance it could mm-hmm. happen. Will it? Probably not. Probably not. Never so- say never. As, so, as as Champions League has, has taught us, never say never. Yeah, Europa League are bust for Arsenal in the <laughs> Champions League. So, um, yeah, so Arsenal beats Napoli, beats Valencia. Chelsea go in under penalties thanks to Eden Hazard. I mean, Eden Hazard, um, we discussed this in the Discord channel, but Eden Hazard not making the PFA Team of the Year, many would call a crime. I mean, he's responsible for over, I think now, over 50% of Chelsea's goals. Um, I'm going to be really sad when he leaves. I know he's going, and everyone's like, oh, maybe, maybe not. I think it's 90% sure he's leaving the Premier League, which is going to suck because that's the league I love, that's the league you love, and it's going to be hard for me to watch him, and I don't really watch that much La Liga or I don't mm-hmm. know where I, I think La Liga is the number one spot. I think Real Madrid. I don't know if he would go to a Bayern Munich. I know Frank Ribery is leaving, but they have some nice players there. Um, but it's going to be sad when he leaves. I mean, Eden, I mean, what are your thoughts on Eden Hazard? I mean, he's just been such a joy to watch these past like six or so years. Yeah, he's he's, he's been a, he's, it's been a gem, honestly. And he's won he's won the Premier League once or twice. I can't remember. Twice. But he's won the Premier. It's won the Premier League twice. Not had the the European success that he wanted, but all things must come to an end. He's been there since 2014, 2013, something like that. So a good a good while. He's had a good tenure. He's brought Chelsea uh, a lot that they didn't have without him. So, but I think it's time for him to move on. And I think mm-hmm. that you know it's just because his contract's up at the end of the season, right? Like I think mm-hmm. he's because he's going on a free man. We should have sold him at the beginning of this year to Real Madrid, huh, Chelsea fans? But hindsight's always twenty twenty. Yikes! Yikes! Um, yikes! But uh, yeah, because he's carrying that team. Because I, and I was talking about this in the Discord earlier. Jorginho is shit. He's a terrible player. He may have been one of the worst signings. Actually, we were talking about that first. Sanchez. Jorginho has been not good. He's been bad. And he was, I think, seventy mil or something like that, like a lot of money. And he has score. He has scored two goals and has zero assists. Phil Yikes. Jones and Ederson have more assists than them. And to put this into perspective, Liverpool's fullbacks have a combined twenty-two assists in the Premier League. Well, that's just ridiculous. I just want to say that's absolutely that's, absurd. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that. To be fair, that is where most of our attack comes from. Is from out wide. But yeah, he has none. He's only contributed to two goals this year, and. He looked good at the beginning of the year, but after people kind of figured out that you just got to stick a 10 on him and you can't really pass it around but the back all the time, that he's not been good. But somehow, some way, Eden Hazard and Ruben Loftus-Cheek, who's been great, have willed them to a Europa League final against Arsenal. But I think, as a prediction, Arsenal, I think, will win. Because I just think Arsenal are a better team. And I think okay, they're better. Yeah. I think, I, And I think they're better managed as well. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think that... Uh, Emery is is a, will be a better manager in that game. I think he's a better big game manager. Well, I mean, he's the uh, the Europa League champion. I mean, you saw him at Sevilla. I mean, he's yeah. he's been there. He's he's been there before. You always he's think really the coach. good at this. <laughs> um, you always take the coach. He's been there before. So let's do predictions. All right, let's we're, we're here, Logan. Um, let's do Champions League first. What is your prediction for the Champions League final, which is in three weeks or so? Liverpool, right. Tottenham in Madrid. What's it going to be? Final score: two one Liverpool. 
Mm. I think I think Liverpool school scores. We do what we've been doing all season. It probably will be one one after like thirty minutes in 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 the first half, and then we'll probably score a goal within like the last five minutes of the game that like we've been doing all season, and and <laughs> steal one probably something like that. That's what I see happening. I I don't see us keeping a clean sheet uh, against uh, against Tottenham. If this is again, my prediction is also the Hurricanes going to play. Uh, if he doesn't play, I think it's probably a two 0 round because I just think that he does mm-hmm. so much for that team. He's so important for that team, and but yeah, this is my prediction with him playing. So I think that it's going to be two one, something like that. Uh, yeah, I, and I think it's going to be a great game. It's not going to be a, a, a it's probably going to be like a bar, like a yard burner or some or a barn burner, whatever that saying is. But it's going to be a great game. It's going to be a classic great game, and there's no there's there's nobody in goal for us now to fuck it up. And concede a goal through his legs. Allison is way better than that, and that won't happen again. And hopefully, Salah will be playing this one for the for the full time because there's no Sergio Ramos to break his legs. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm not holding that against Sergio. That's a joke. But yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. What about you, Kev? I agree that it will be Liverpool. I'm saying three-one Liverpool. Ooh. I'm and it's I have it's, more it's confidence gonna... in my team than I do. It's crazy. I, I... <laughs> No, I'm just saying I have a, if you have Salah, I think they're like, you know, we're back. I feel like Liverpool Klopp is a great manager of players. He knows how to hype his team up. He's going to be like, guys, we're here again. Let's fucking go. Come on now. Like, we don't want to go through all the fucking hardship. We have one game. Let's win it. We've been doing it all year. We've been so consistent. Um, I think it'll be a close. I say three one, but it's going to be like kind of like the Barcelona three nil first leg. I think it's going to be both teams are going to be playing out of their gourd. But at the end of the day, I think Liverpool are going to have the edge and they're going to want that revenge. So I yeah. think for for not revenge against Tottenham, but revenge for last year when mm-hmm. Salah went down when it could have been a better game, you know. So I mm-hmm. think it's going to be a three-one uh, affair. I think Kane scores, and I think uh, Salah, Mane, and a sneaky maybe like Jordy Henderson, which I didn't mention in the second. Like Jordan Henderson played like a Liverpool captain. Jordan Henderson, yes, he did. Was you know I'm always like in and out on Jordan Henderson. I'm hot and cold with him. Um, if he can really lead this team as a captain of Liverpool, he was phenomenal in that second leg. So I do yeah. want to give him. I do want to give him credit where credit is due. Yeah, I want to. I want to go record. There is no one more hot and cold about Jordan Henderson than me. I hated him in the middle of the season, but he's definitely turned it around because I was on the last podcast telling everybody how shit he was and immediately proved me wrong by playing way better and making me look like an idiot. But I, hey, I'll take it. Whatever. If that's what it takes to get him to play like a captain, then I'll I'll insult him right in his face. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Prove but, me wrong. Yeah. Yeah, prove me wrong. He, but he was amazing for us. Played through injuries. He doesn't care. He wants his Champions League for this team. He is. He's. He's an amazing player for us. For for and also to help our all our young players and all the players mm-hmm. this year that we got that were new. Allison, uh, uh, Van Dyke last winter, but he was still kind of adjusting to the team as well. Um, yeah, everybody. Salah, whenever he was brought into, he's just helped get people to play together through his energy and through his will to play. Sometimes what he does playing on the pitch isn't great, but at least he's trying and he's giving it his, his all 100% of the time. And that's all you can really ask for, especially from your captain. Mm-hmm. If, if he's going to be the captain, you expect that from him. And he always delivers on that front, which is why I, I will always love him as a player. I don't want him to ever leave Liverpool. I've never said that. I would just like it maybe if he didn't start every game, but he's been playing mm-hmm. great for us. So, hey, if he's on great form, start him. Cool. 
Yeah, I I think it's going to be one of the best Champions League finals uh, in quite some time. So even though it says 3-1, I still think it's going to be very competitive. Okay, let's move on to the Europa League final. Two predictions. I'll go first this time. I'm going to say Arsenal 2-1. You're going to have some Eden Hazard magic for at least one goal. I think Aubameyang and Laka, that front two, are on fire right now. I think Arsenal wins and gets European glory for the first time. Yeah, I'm uh I'm going to see your two one and double that. I think it's gonna be four two. Wow. I have I have very little faith in Chelsea's defense. I'm not a biggest fan of them. Kepa has been good this year, but Chelsea's defense is not that good. And yeah, like you said, Obama and Galaga that have been cooking this year. That duo is great. And Arsenal just scored Arsenal just scored seven against Valencia. This is me kind of getting caught in the moment here, predicting four. But I think they their offense can just explode at any given point. And Chelsea's defense with David Luiz and those guys can be a little spotty from time to time. So mm-hmm. I, but I also think that Arsenal's defense is not good either. Arguably worse. Yeah, tell me about but it. But Chelsea has a much worse attack. The thing with, the problem with Chelsea is they don't actually have a striker. They just have Hazard, and he can only do so much. Whenever you have like Higuain shooting at you, you're probably not going to score a lot of goals. And I hate to say it, and I hate to harp on Chelsea. Because our good friend Brian in the Discord, he's he's a big Chelsea fan, but it's just when you don't have a striker and you have some fat guy, some fat Italian dude playing striker or fat Argentina dude playing striker, it's you just can't score a lot of goals. And even though Arsenal's defense isn't that good, the lack of striker is definitely going to hurt Chelsea. I think so. Four three or four two is my prediction. Wouldn't be surprised if you guys only score three, but I don't see Chelsea keeping up with you guys when it turn in terms of mm-hmm. goal scoring like ability. Yeah, I just you know it would just pain me the most if Tottenham wins the Champions League, which would be my worst case scenario, and then Chelsea beats us in Europa League. It would be oh, a that real. Would, it's over for you. Just, uh, just don't log on to the lads' Twitter account. No, nope, for a I week. just. Soggy sorrows for sure. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> it's going to be, I'm going to be on some serious watch. Uh, all right, yeah. let's do suicidal. <laughs> yeah. You got to watch out for me. Um, let's do some questions. Are you ready? I am. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely ready. Okay. Um, first question from our discord channel comes from your boy Garth. He says, should there be a mass exodus in Barca? If so, which one should go coach included? So Logan, you go first. Yeah, coach definitely gone. I think somebody that they could bring in for coach. Why can't I think of his name on top of my head? Yeah, I won't think he's gone. I think they should bring in the Juventus manager, whose name I can't think of right now. But he's been really good for them. It, they it, just Juventus. Oh, Allegri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Allegri's a good manager. I think his um his his results in the Champions League. Don't really say that, but I think he's a really good manager the way he's able to change up his styles and play. And I mean, Juventus have won, I think, what, seven or eight straight titles mm-hmm. in Serie A, which I mean, Serie A is kind of becoming a farmer's league now, low key. But mm-hmm. he's he's still a really good manager, and I think he'll be better than Valverde. And you can't really get much better than him right now in the in the um in the market, because I think Juventus are also probably looking to separate from him. And uh, we know Conte right now is being uh, linked to Inter, but if he doesn't go to Inter, there's a high chance he could go to Juventus and replace again, yeah, yeah, again and replace Allegri. So I think that's something that could happen. Uh, I think they need to get rid of Suarez probably because he's aging out. I'm a big fan of selling players before they age out so you can make money off them while you can't. And I think who they should bring in 
instead of him is a guy who almost beat Chelsea, a guy by the name of Luka Jovic. He is the striker for Frankfurt. He is, I think, Serbian. Hey, Serbian. He was actually younger than I am. He was born in 97, so he's 20. Jesus Christ. He's 21 years old. And he has lit the fucking Bundesliga up this year. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal player. He's already putting up huge goal numbers. His XG, expected goals, which is kind of like, it's a stat people use to determine how many goals you're expected to score a game based on the chances that you get and how good those chances are. He's expected to score a goal every other game. And for a 21-year-old striker, that's phenomenal, especially in the Bundesliga, which is a pretty defensive uh, heavy league and playing for Frankfurt, which isn't a very good, a very good creative team. Him for Barcelona, he would explode. He is a phenomenal player, I, and I mm. think that you can get him for probably not a lot, 50, 60 mil, something like that, which of course is a lot, but for and this market, his caliber, yeah, a striker of his caliber and his age would be, would be, would just amazing for them going forward. Or, or you keep Suarez, sell him next year, and have him learn under Suarez. I think would probably be better now that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, I think they get rid of Coutinho because I still you can make a good bit of money back on him. You're not going to make your money back. There's actually reports that he wants to come back to Liverpool. Oh fuck that! We use that money to, that we got rid of him really well. We don't really want him back because he's probably going to still cost seventy seventy five mil. So they get rid of him, and I think they gotta they gotta buy some center backs, uh, and probably get rid of Malcolm because I don't mm-hmm. think he's really working for them. Dembele's really proven in the last like the last half of the season that he is just better and he's younger. So I think they're going to keep him going forward. And yeah, they just need some help some help with Messi because yeah. he's just been carrying the team for way too long, man. I think he scored 50 goals again this season. Like he can't keep doing that forever, you know. And Rakitic is getting older. They need some better creative midfielders. That team just needs a lot of work, but whenever mm-hmm. you have a pocketbook as deep as Barcelona, that can that can go pretty well because I think they're only untouchables. Actually, funny enough, are Messi, probably Dembele, uh, and Ter Stegen. I think that's it. I think everybody else they could realistically replace or sell. I really do because mm-hmm. they've just not been up to par or they're just declining in age. Yeah, I think Coutinho is kind of like Pogba, where they're kind of luxury players. Like if you have them, they're nice, but they're not going to like lead a team. So that's just, that's, you know, uh, and nothing against Paul Pogba or Coutinho. They're absolutely like top 20, like top 20 players, phenomenal, like in terms of like where they are. But I think they're not going to be like the leaders you need in order to, uh, you know, um, get to the final leg and win that championship. And I'm not trying to be a hater. That's just my personal opinion as a hater so i yeah. do, uh, <laughs> i'm not a hater but i'm currently hating and if i want to real quick double back on on jovic and this year in, in the bundesliga he scored 17 goals has five assists in the europa league he has 10 goals so it's 27 goals across all competitions as a 21 year old phenomenal stats barcelona should pick him up mm-hmm. i've also heard rumors of dibala i think who would be a really interesting pickup for barcelona would be sane I think if they could mm, somehow yeah. score score Sané because he's been like in and out of the Man City squad. He was linked to Real Madrid too, right? Like recently, I think Real Madrid really? wanted to get him. Yeah, oh. I think Real Madrid want to get him if they can't get um, Hazard. Hazard. But, mm-hmm. but I think Sané would would be way too expensive, and I because he because he's going to be a lot of money. Yeah, his even ceiling... though he has been playing, he's going to be expensive. 
expensive. Mm-hmm. His ceiling is astronomical. All right, let's move on to the next question. Um, same by your boy Garf. He says, if Harry Kane is healthy, should he start in the final? We touched upon this a little bit, but what do you think? Yeah, if he's healthy, of course. He's he's your best player. You have to play your best players if they can play. If he's healthy, you got to play him. You just have to do it for Spurs because he's just too good for that team. He's too integral for how they attack. Yeah, I think if you have Harry Kane and you think he's healthy, definitely play him. I'm um, sorry. I got to really piss, so we're going to fast forward through this. Uh, let's go to the last okay. question. I, I just came back from Dollar Oysters and Happy Hour, so I've been drinking like a fucking fish. Lightning ground, uh, baby. Let's go. All right. Last question comes from Cranjus McBasketball. He says, what do you think the greatest rivalry, rivalry slash derby in the world is? Uh, yeah, this is look, easy, in my yeah. opinion. It's, I it's, think it's Barcelona-Real Madrid. That's yeah, me. it's Barcelona-Real Madrid. That, that's pretty easy. It's the one that's the most historical. It means the most to both of those teams. So that pretty much the whole country, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it means the most. In the Prem, uh, that's a good one. Actually, I don't know. Historically, probably Liverpool-United. When it comes to how when it comes to like how far back the rivalry has been, but I don't I don't know. That's a good question because you know Spurs mm-hmm. and Arsenal. There's like six London derbies now. Spurs and Spurs and Arsenal is a really good one. Uh, you obviously have you know City and United, the uh, Manchester derby. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, the, yeah. I mean, I mean you have North, I mean you have the North London derby. I mean Tottenham Arsenal go way back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's very interesting. I think Barcelona Real Madrid for me, though, because you had two of the best players going head to head, Messi and Ronaldo in their prime, going head to head twice a year. Yeah. Uh, de- determining La Liga on the two biggest clubs in the world. I think you can't beat that. I mean, shout out to the De Classicer with Bayern. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, Dort- I was going to say that. With Dortmund, you also Bayern have. Dortmund. Mm-hmm. You have the Milan Derby, AC and mm-hmm. Inter. But I mean, in the past, like five even 10 years has kind of fallen off. Yeah. So. The, yeah. The only time the, uh, the, the, the one of the Bundesliga was big was when Klopp was managing them. But ever since then, it hasn't really been that much. I mean, I mean, uh, Byron killed them this year, like five nil or something like that. And Inter and AC have been a shell of what they were 10 years ago. So it's not been as entertaining, but they're still historically great derbies. But I think the Real Madrid and Barcelona will be historically great forever. And there probably won't ever be a time where both, of, where both of those teams are like not good. You're always going to have at least one or two of them that are good. And it, it means so much in Spain for bragging rights as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Logan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for creating the Discord channel. If you want to do a quick shout out where people can find you and, uh, you know, check out your stuff, just uh, go right ahead. Uh, yeah, my Twitter is at uh, SmittyBoy, S-M-I-T-T-Y-B-O-I-8833. It's, uh, that's really all I'm on. I'm on Twitter. I don't really tweet a lot. I just kind of retweet stuff that I find funny. Uh and yeah, just it would be more important if you hop on the Discord. The uh the Discord link uh after this, Kev will probably tweet it out if you want to go to the Twitter mm. and probably Facebook and all that stuff, put it out there. But yeah, other than that, I don't really have anything else to say, man. Thanks for having me on. This is this is a ton of fun. It was a blast last time, it was a blast again. I love chatting about the beautiful game to really whoever. So yeah, and I hope to see a lot of new people in the Discord. So download the app, it's free. Discord's really easy to use too. Uh, I know a lot of people, it's really synonymous with, like, PC people. So I think some people might be scared they might not know how to work it. But it's really, really straightforward. It's really, really easy. So, yeah, come join us in the Discord. Have some fun. 
yeah no it's a lot of fun and uh yeah look thanks so much dude like i like you know i was like you know struggling i was about to do this show by myself we were talking before the show started like how hard it is to do a solo podcast where it's like you're doing jokes and you have no one to bounce off of like, ah, is that funny it's like <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I don't know i don't know i, I hope so i hope they yeah. piss everybody off you're still yeah. listening right you're, oh, man. you guys you there oh you're not there i'm talking no, to you're not there I'm talking to myself all right well logan <laughs> take it easy thank you again and hope to have you on again soon all right sounds good man Sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to myself